0: Welcome back, my loves, to my channel. Today, I have a very special guest, a very dear friend, an incredible inspiration, the number one YouTuber and content creator in the Middle East and North Africa. She went from being a refugee and had a really, really difficult life to being somebody who she dreamt of being a YouTube star. And she's a businesswoman, she's a girl boss, she is someone who empowers everybody along the way, including myself. She I is love you. just adorable welcome to my channel stars. Hi. <laughs> thank you so much
1: i love you so much mona uh thank you honestly i'm i'm tearing up Aww, I'm like oh. i was like i was gonna keep going but i knew we both friends, <laughs> yeah, so i was like, like let me stop like when is she gonna stop, when is she gonna stop? my sister thank you so much <laughs> you're really a sister to me I and you. i love you so much and if i talk about you i can't like yeah By the way, I just want to tell you, Mona is the sweetest, the sweetest person you will ever meet (laughs) in your life. And this is... Coming from me, I met a lot of people. I saw all kinds of people, but you're my favorite. You're so sweet. Like, literally, you're my favorite <clears throat> human being. And Aww. that's how much I love you. And you're so very you genuine. So like, that's what me I like too. about I just want
0: to give you, like, a heart right <laughs> no. now. I feel like we're going to do this the whole, <laughs> Guys, I'll the whole
1: podcast. If, you are, if you're, like, if you need something <laughs> or you're really feeling down, she's willing to sit and talk to you and, like, just explain everything. Why you're feeling like this. I'm here for you. And it's rare nowadays to find someone that does it. Like her, I love you, Nora, and she's not expecting anything in return. By the way, you're and, so sweet.
0: And then, but today is about you. <laughs> We're gonna talk I all about know. Nora today. You to say something about you, you know? <laughs> She's so, so sweet. She really is. Oh, well I'm gonna make me cry. like this Thank is you, something baby.
1: people might not know about you, you, darling. You're but so you sweet. care. Thank you.
0: And it's all about energy and I
1: know. love.
0: Unwith <laughs> <Right? laughs> love, Mona. I love your energy.
1: That's <laughs> Thank what I love, like. baby. I know I'm talking a lot of like about her but i genuinely love mona i love and, you too uh, you're a person i want to keep in my life till forever and we will and um even like who knows maybe one day i'll stop doing social media but maybe we we'll, well you never know you know what i mean yeah but i'll still have you in my life you're yeah, that kind of person for sure whether it's fame or business or it, no, all that aside, mm-hmm. you're someone I want in my life forever. Oh, like I love that. you. And that's <laughs> how much I really care for her. You're so, so sweet. I love yeah. you, Noor. I'm very bad at expressing my emotions.
0: No, is my you're, I feel like you're very good. Look at you right but now. I look, like, if I want to tell
1: somebody I love them, I get awkward. I'm like, oh, how do I say it? This Aww. is one thing I carried from my childhood, by really? the way. Yeah, I feel like... You know how they say, like, everything comes from your childhood yeah absolutely. it follows you so since i was a baby i i had an issue expressing my love to people yeah. so
0: now when i say something i'm like oh, did they did say that? <laughs> you um, know what i struggle with it too and i feel like i'm so much better in messages so like if i have a really hard time telling somebody something i'm like let me write them a message yeah, And then I usually send it, not always. Sometimes I just <laughs> write it and then I don't send it because I get all nervous. Um, yeah. But I struggle as well. It's hard. It is. It is hard, to, especially with emotion. I feel like
1: yeah, to tell your emotion and to explain. That's the thing about feelings. You cannot explain them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or I think this is me. All. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, f- I feel that way too. Honestly, mm-hmm. I struggle even till now. Like only very recently have I become a little bit better at it. Yeah. And it's after, like, a lot of therapy. <laughs> I'm getting into therapy. So I
1: know.
0: I'm so proud of you. Yeah, that's <laughs>
1: it. Every time I, I meet you, you're like, go to therapy, try yeah. therapy. And I am trying. Um, I feel like I'll tell you one thing. You know when you're scared to face your problems? Mm-hmm. That's me. Really? My whole life till now. I'm scared of facing my problems. Like I know I need therapy. I know it's good. We all do. It's a great idea mm-hmm. to go and talk and find out why these pattern happened in my life. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we talk about a lot yeah. of stuff. But you know, it's there is this thing in me where like I'm scared of facing it. Finally I'm at a stage in my life where I'm ready to face it.
0: That's amazing.
1: Like, khalas, I'm gonna
0: That's s- the way to grow. Go you for know? it. Like- yeah. I can't go around it anyway, anymore, you know? I think change is scary. I think yes. even positive change is scary. Like, as humans, we want what's comfortable. We want what's familiar. But we're, like, terrified of, like, change. So even if it's good for us, like, it's scary. It is very scary. You know, like, I just moved countries.
1: And it's 10 times or 100 times better for me to be here. Mm-hmm. But it's still one of the hardest decisions that I took in my entire life. Because I had such a comfortable routine there i was so comfortable my people my everything my circle my life but it was too comfortable and i was just settling and yeah. i needed the change i know my, my newer from inside wanted new challenges mm-hmm. new beginning new and new. just like adventures you know absolutely but also there's the other part of me that's terrified and still struggling and sometimes I sit at night and I'm crying and I'm like did I make the right decision or did I just like destroy my life that's how we think
0: I think you made the best decision ever and I know we talked about this a lot on the phone when you were saying you know you're confused on whether or not this was the best decision you made and I used to struggle a lot with decision making and yeah. I'd go back and forth a lot on like my my feelings. I'd be like, did I, I'd confuse myself and I would work myself up. But I feel like the best thing you can do is just like make a commitment and give yourself a time frame. 100%. Just whether it's six months, whether it's a year and just say like for the next six months to a year, I'm going to do this and no, no thinking about like returning.
1: This is the best advice I heard, which is commit to it for a certain time. And if it didn't work and like for let's say six months or a year, I'm here trying to settle, trying to work as hard as I can. And if it didn't work after a year, I can always go back. Yeah. You know, that's how I, that's what stopped me from going back. Mm -hmm. That's what made me feel like, okay, if you think about it, you can always go back there. Your friends are there. Your life is there. You know that lifestyle. You can go and get Mm -hmm. it now. But this is something new. So let's experience it. And I felt so much better after I thought of it like this and that goes also to the way of thinking it's Mm -hmm. all about how you think about something
0: absolutely if you change
1: your mindset then everything around you changes. everything I used to wake up with anxiety like literally in the morning um, I'm I'm scared of opening my eyes because then I have the anxiety feeling you know the feeling I don't Mm -hmm. know if you had anxiety attacks before but like it's intense and you might you guys might think why are you having anxiety like you just moved to a beautiful country you're famous you have uh, like, alhamdulillah I'm blessed I have a lot of beautiful things but still I would wake up shaking from anxiety because there's so much change in my life and I lost a lot of things and people but after changing my mindsets I start waking up feeling happier Aww. day by day, you know. No, today's good. Today, I'm going to go discover this part of the city. That's amazing. Today, I'm going to drive. Mm. I didn't drive when I arrived here. I was wow. scared of driving. And then I was like, no, let me just, let me try driving. Let me try using the maps here because the maps yeah. here are different. Mm-hmm. And now I feel so much better. So oh, That's great. Yeah, time, I
0: feel. Yeah. Like when you have a new decision, mm-hmm. you just need time and commitment. Mm-hmm. And believe, also. Yeah, of course. And I think it's so normal. I mean, I do want to talk about your journey because you've gone through change nonstop your entire life. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind sharing with everybody watching, of course, I'm sure a lot of people who watch this are going to know who you are already. But if you could tell us about like your journey and your story and how you went from living in Syria and then in Turkey and then the US and then just your whole evolution of who you are today, if you could share us like a little introduction of, of your life.
1: Well, I thank you. (laughs) It's a long, it's a long story, but to make it short, throughout my life, I would go through these changes and that's why it was hard for me to change again. Because I finally, like, settled in the state and had this comfortable and safety and, you know, Mm. that was after years of moving and moving and moving. And obviously, I didn't have, it wasn't my choice. I was. Uh, when you
0: moved to America?
1: Um, when I moved from, Syri- from Iraq to Syria, Syria to Turkey, Turkey to America, I was with my mom and we're refugees. So we're just going with, with like, the journey, you know? Right. When you're a refugee, you don't have a lot of control mm-hmm. over where you're living and what circumstances around you. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very tough. But I definitely learned a lot of things that affected Noor now like i wouldn't take anything back. like i love every part of my life to be honest because like now i'm like fame for example if i didn't go through what i went through in turkey or syria or even the state the state was very tough also because we moved to the state with nothing literally wow.
0: Like and no family
1: nothing and uh, we weren't as a refugee and they told us you have like three months of us helping you like the basic help but we needed it yeah. and then after three months you have to guys like find, find your own
0: place to stay yeah and, and take wow. care of yourself because
1: that's that's, that's how the u.s um, like system with refugees yeah like in canada when you go to canada as a refugee i think they have like they give more time and mm-hmm. more support the state is very independent countries mm-hmm. like you should learn how to take care of yourself. Yeah. So it was not easy. Three months
0: is nothing for an entire family. And yeah. did you guys even speak English at the time? No.
1: My English, wow. nothing. So
0: wow.
1: Yeah. That's it's, so tough. So thinking back, but I'll tell you one thing. Every part taught me something. And I I learned to never take anything for granted. I learned to like really appreciate every person in my life every person I I meet on a daily basis I feel like God sent them to me to teach me something or me to affect them in some way Mm -hmm. and I would never think like that if I didn't go through it myself you know because I remember when I was at my lowest point I would meet people that will like help me be more positive Mm. or help me I remember one story I was in Turkey and had no money and I was 13, 14, but I was working illegally. But I was working... <laughs> um, I really... <relate. laughs> you know, done that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you? Yeah. You got to do what you have to do. Yeah. So I was working illegally at 13, 14 years old. And um, you know when you feel like everything's closed mm. and life is black? You know that feeling? I don't want to sound negative, guys, but I was... 14 let's say years old feeling like the world is black no way out no school uh, you didn't
0: go to school at the time.
1: in turkey i stopped going what to were you school
0: you're just working home, i working. was
1: i was working wow. so i would go to work at 6 a.m that's so leave tough. work at like 11 whatever like 10 11 p.m wow so one day i decided to stop at like um uh, in Turkey, there's, like, gardens. Beautiful, beautiful gardens. So I stopped and I sat. And, and you can tell, like, I have, like, sadness, you know? Aww. And this, like, old Turkish lady saw me and she came. She's like, i Like, she's talking to me in, in Turkey. Are you okay? She sat next to me. And she started telling me about how God is great. Aww. And God is here for us. Mm. And God loves us. And whatever you're going through is going to be okay. Mm. And I remember... I got the chills remembering it because why this old lady would stop so and then come sit next to mm-hmm. me and talk to me about God and like what, how he's gonna give you like amazing stuff and just wait for it. And I took it as a message. Oh, wow. Because I believe in messages. Like, mm-hmm. this is one thing I learned in life. There's a way that God is always, God's always watching us and communicating with us. And helping us always yeah. because
0: absolutely, I 100% God loves agree. us more than
1: we think. Like, you know, um, God loves us more than our mom. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine that because my mom right. loves me so much and I love her so much. So mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, fa, um, I took it as a message from God. And then that moment I stood and I was like, I'm happy. Life is good. Life is great. <laughs> and I went home and wow. And I, I remember the feeling I got. Yeah. And I went home and I'm like, I was so happy around my mom and then subhanallah like um not even months after what happened we got a good news about us leaving to the state and oh, wow. I mean it took us years after but like we mm-hmm. got great news
0: and it was like a turning point in your life It was definitely a
1: turning point because also the lady that sat next to me she she was very old and, and tired mm. and like and not like just a normal lady not fancy or anything but she was yeah. still talking about like all these deep things and yeah. and thoughts and she changed me. I don't know wow. where this lady now. <laughs> but I remember like that situation very clearly.
0: That's incredible because I feel like you're the kind of person that when someone tells you something that's of like good use, you take it very seriously and you change immediately. Yeah. Like you're very adaptable and you when things connect you you connect them very strongly and I think it's your passion. Like, I feel like because you're such a passionate person, like as soon as something makes sense, you're like, okay, I'm gonna go full throttle.
1: And I also took I told you, I don't think of it as a coincidence or like, oh, something that just happened. For me, when I need an answer for something and I'm asking God, please help me decide in this thing or mm-hmm. I need an advice. Yeah. This is something I learned since I was a baby because mm. I didn't have a lot of people around me that advised me. It was mm-hmm. only me, my mom, and my sister and brother, they were very young. Yeah. So I always needed advice and guidance and I would ask God for it and God would I believe it would come to me around whether you were telling me an yeah. advice or reading a book that has mm-hmm. something or it's like an answer for my question. So that's why I never take it for granted when I tell you something and you immediately tell me, have you thought of it like this? Well, I read this book and it says like this and this and that. Mm. To me, it's an answer that I asked for. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're telling me this. Yeah. That's why I take it and I really think about it. It's not just, oh, she said something, sila, forget yeah. about it. I We're
0: don't Very think- spiritual, Nor. I feel like every time we end up sitting and talking to each other, we always talk about God. (laughs) I know. It always ends up becoming a spiritual conversation. And I'll tell
1: you one thing. I feel like I'm not, I don't believe I'm the most religious girl. I always, when I think about it, I've, and it makes me sad. And I feel like I should be more, but I'm very like. Spiritual. Yeah. I think this is the term Mm -hmm. I'm. I like the connection I have with God Mm. because I had it since I was a baby like a kid and I the connection with God started when I was in a dark place so when you're in a dark place in your life there's a lot of ways that you can take yeah some people take the wrong ways some people and alhamdulillah for me I feel like I started connecting more with God because I started talking to God
0: that's amazing that you do that though because i think a lot of people are intimidated or they're scared or they just feel like they just don't want to even try it you know because it sounds a bit like if you're not spiritual it sounds crazy
1: listen i'll tell you something (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, right but like i didn't have another choice
0: i felt like you didn't have i didn't have
1: anyone else to turn on to Mm -hmm. and then my mom taught me a lot about god and like uh, so i tried it and Every day, it's it's even bigger and bigger and bigger, wow. and like I'm getting the chills now. Aww. But like, sometimes when I ask for things, I know they're gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I go through hardship in life, I know they're happening to me for a reason. Cause God's yeah. trying to teach me a lesson, and mm-hmm. it's like I feel it. Yeah, it's like I feel. I'm telling me that just bear with me. I'm just teaching you something because mm-hmm. you're going. To, To another level of your life. So, and I guess just being alone a lot teaches you to be spiritual. Mm -hmm. I don't know, honestly.
0: I think so. I remember, like, when I started going through a lot of growth and changes in the company. It was, like, from 2016 to probably 2018. It was really crazy. Like, crazy times where, like, I couldn't even bear from how much work Mm -hmm. I had. It was really hard and I was struggling I isolated myself for a while and I got really like I would just spend all my time alone yeah and I got very spiritual but I also found my way like I feel like it gave me a lot of clarity and I feel like I needed it because if I would have kept socializing and spending time going out there's no way I could have like found my path I think you need that like alone time and you for being so young I mean you're only 23 right yeah. so like your whole life I mean you're talking about years ago so you're like a teenager. To isolate yourself at that age is really brave because, as a human, we need to feel like we're socially included. So
1: I'll tell you one thing: it it wasn't my choice. And when I started isolating myself, mm-hmm. like I was in a country where I didn't speak the language fully, mm-hmm. I was in a different, like, yeah. life. To be honest, and sometimes I look back and I'm like, "Whoa, I came from there," and I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I, "It doesn't." click for me sometimes. Yeah. But I feel like it, it happened for a reason. I always had the feeling, since I was like a baby, I would tell my mom, I know I I have like purpose in life. Like this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm here to make a like a difference mm-hmm. in people's life. You know when you feel yeah. that? You feel it. you're like, I'm here to do something big. I'm not here to live a normal life. And I never felt like I was born to live a basic normal life. Mm -hmm. In my darkest places, like I was, I didn't have a dollar to eat. And I would tell my mom, and my mom has a video of me telling her, I'll go to America. I'll go to high school. I'll become a millionaire. I'll do this. I'll do that. (laughs) That was before YouTube. That was before me going to the state, not knowing if the state will take us as like, you know, all of these details. So,
0: you had all that confidence and faith?
1: Yeah, I always had this in me. So, but this has a price. That's what I learned. What is the price? You need to you need to grow. You cannot reach that level of success or you cannot affect people's life unless you went through things that changed you and you can feel their pain, yeah. right? Like if I, if you need an advice for something or I want to change your life and make you believe that you can change your life and be better. Mm-hmm. How am I going to tell you that if I didn't go through it myself and I wasn't, I'm an example or I feel like you now? Yeah. Then absolutely. I can relate to you. You can't grow without pressure. 100%. So that's how I think about it. I feel like we go through all this hardship in life to learn from it and change as humans mm-hmm. so we can help others as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like if we talk about, let's say, heartbreak. Yeah.
0: Um, I've never... I'm like a professional <laughs> in that category. No, no, no. But, you know, that's why I feel like now when people call me for advice, I feel like people benefit from everything. You have I've the perfect advice <laughs> for like
1: anything related to <laughs> like heart... Uh, Relationships. Heartbreak. Not just relationship. Heartbreak can come from so many that's true like you know i learned that i learned like for me my problems in relationships not relationships but with in general like with love Mm -hmm. comes from my dad and this is something i just i discovered now right and your
0: father i mean just for people watching who don't know your story um you know you don't have a relationship with your father
1: no i grew up with a single mom and then that affected the way I look at relationships. I see love. I what kind of love I accept. Mm-hmm. My standards, all of that. Like sometimes we go for the familiar, not the best for us. Sometimes Absolutely. when a guy is being great, we're like that doesn't look familiar. It almost freaks you out a little and bit. I'm like, oh, oh, used to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like who are you? Like yeah, what? That's when a guy is being very bad is like okay i saw you you were kind before uh-huh. so i'm like and then we choose wrong and we mm-hmm. get our heart broken or we just waste our time that's very true so this is
0: one thing like, Yeah, mm-hmm. i do want to talk about your career though tell me so yeah. um i really want to share your story of when you went from moving from turkey to america literally starting from scratch from zero to building who you are today, who North Star is like how did you go from no experience, being super young, no resources really, to being who you are?
1: I feel like the first step was f- feeling and believing in yourself that you're different. Yeah. You meet every person, every successful person that I met, they knew in their heart that we want to make a difference and we wanna like change our lives and you have to have a purpose for me i i my purpose was my family i wanted to change my family life i wanted to make sure that they don't need anything and to take care of them and to like really really be there like the backbone i've always wanted a backbone but when i reached the state, i was like oh i have to be the backbone so i had purpose like my purpose and then i believed in myself
0: wow this is so amazing because it's so funny a lot of like really successful people when you talk to them about like what got them to where they are they say the same thing mindset and purpose yeah because um,
1: then I'll tell you one thing like at one point I was going because I started in high school so I was going to high school full-time student and then I and did you
0: speak English at the time
1: no the first when I first started I can't believe
0: you haven't been speaking English your whole life your no English is amazing
1: I'm st- I still struggle sometimes with like um, saying certain words. Your English and is amazing. English is my second language, by the way. So if you- I say something there, like the or my language. grammar.
0: You speak Turkish too,
1: right? Uh, I used to. Like now I understand everything Turkish. Most of it, but I don't speak perfect Turkish. No, not But you I. did speak it before. I did. I did. Wow, yeah, I that's did. That's incredible. Once I learned Turkish, we had to leave to America, oh. and then in the <laughs> state, I nobody speaks Turkish. So mm. I lost the language. Purpose is very important because I remember at one point I was going to high school, full full time student, and then I took dual enrollment, enrollment, which is like classes in college. They give it to you when you're like. Straight A students, wow. and I'm Iraqi. I have no other choice than getting A's, <laughs> A's, in. so I was going to college, uh, school, filming YouTube, editing it, posting at least three times, four times a week. That was when I first wow. started doing YouTube. All of that, I was doing it, and I, I just remember it now.
0: And I'm like, how should I do this? That is. So crazy. And it
1: clicked for me when my friend reminded me of this. One time, me and Mustafa, my friend from high school, we were sitting. And he was saying congratulations for me, like reaching a milestone. Like, I think $15 million or $16 And He was like, you deserve it. I remember when you used to come to school, like so tired and studying. And like, you worked so hard for this. And I sat and I'm like... Whoa, (laughs) I would never do that if I didn't have a purpose, if I didn't have responsibilities, if I knew me sleeping and like not working wouldn't make a difference in my life. I had to do it. Yeah. So just did it.
0: That's incredible, though. And I completely agree with you as well. Like like for myself, even though I didn't have my family's responsibilities, I had like my own responsibilities. Like I knew everything that I wanted that was... Not necessary, but like my desires, I had to get myself and I'm always like, I'm so grateful that my dad couldn't give me more because it gave me so much drive, Yeah, like so much drive. And I know for a fact, if he would have been able to give me everything I wanted, like a just comfortable life, I would not be where I am today, 100%. like 1000%. I'd be very like, okay, dad
1: take Sometimes care of me
0: I'm probably a spoiled brat like we, I know myself I would have been a spoiled
1: brat for sure we need the pressure we yeah. need we need this draft to work for what we want mm-hmm. otherwise we wouldn't like yeah. succeed yeah so, you know like the big effectful people successful people they all had to had the pressure of working so hard and being there yeah. for either themselves or their, someone else you know yeah like,
0: and how did you go from you know Uploading three, four times a week and just being up and coming to growing into this huge global, globally recognized, one of the top YouTubers in the world. How did you get to there? Like talk, talk to us about your journey.
1: Okay. So it's all about goals. I, I, every year I would like write certain goals that I want to do or achieve and I would work toward them. So, and when I have something in mind, there's something about me, I have to do it. So I'm willing to work hard for everything mm-hmm. I want. And this is the key. Mm-hmm. If you are willing to work hard for what you want, this is the main step for success. Just don't be lazy. Like, this is one advice I I would say. Don't be lazy and work hard. Work hard. Goals.
0: That's the funny thing, though, is like a lot of people say they want something but they don't know what that is they don't articulate it they don't map it out they don't like break it down so i'm really impressed to see that you at such a young age had actual goals tied to becoming what you wanted to be because honestly speaking even i'm guilty of that i'm like oh i just want to be successful in this but like sometimes i don't break it down
1: when you break it down you have you see the steps to reach it Mm -hmm. when you're just like i want to be a businesswoman but what kind of business do you want Mm -hmm. what how, how are you going to start it? What kind of deals do you want? Yeah. Like I remember when I started making money mm-hmm. and I had money and I was young. If I didn't have a goal to buy a house for my family or f- like have something, I would spend all the money. So that was my m- first goal is like when I make money, I want to just buy a house. Mm-hmm. So that's the first goal. I did it. And then I was like, okay, I want to invest in this. I want So goals keep you organized. Mm-hmm. But also you need to work hard. Because then you can have the best goals, but you you would rather sleep and then wake up at 6 a.m. and do it.
0: That's so true. How did you become so goal oriented? Did you, like, I know you love to read books. Yeah. Yeah. Like, were there any books that you read or, like, was there a mentor you had or someone that you?
1: I think my mom. My mom, like, I learned that from her because my mom, like, she went through a lot in her life and she never gave up. So she taught me. If you want something, work hard for it and focus on it. So I think my mom helped me with that. Yeah. But also writing. I write my goals and I see them every day. I have them on my phone. I love that. <laughs> and But I'll tell you one thing also that I felt, and I don't know if you went through it. When you achieve all your goals and you reach this phase of like, what's next?
0: Mm-hmm. This is the
1: hardest thing in life.
0: Oh, yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. It's like a mind to swear, but yes yeah. total well, this mind. This is this is something. It's, it's awful because then you're just like confused. You're like, yeah, oh, wait, I I'm can... not. I'm not satisfied. What do I do now?
1: What's next? Yeah, well, I need new goals. But then you don't know what's then been... This phase I went through it, and it, it's...
0: when did you go through
1: that? I think I went through it lately, Yani. Even moving to Dubai, I need new goals. New. That's mm. why. That's big part of why i moved here really? i wanted a new beginning i feel like i achieved everything i wanted to achieve in michigan and mm-hmm. i did everything i wanted to do for my family for myself so now i I have new goals mm-hmm. but it's nice because yeah. it's a fresh start also it's not easy it's it's hard it needs a lot of work and of
0: course yeah, yeah. and honestly i feel like from my own personal experience and i'm sure you probably feel this the same way too because you moved so many times like moving is almost the best way to grow like if you feel like you are stuck and you feel like you are just like plateauing, move somewhere for a year or two, and like you'll instantly like have. I'll, no shed skin. you are like, I'll You know. Tell like, you
1: one thing that changed my butterfly. mind about moving. Okay, so I love Priyanka Chopra. I know I you know her, her. I love her. I met her, and I, she's such an like very. I just love her. I love her personality and the way she is working, everything. Anyway, I have a crush on her. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) But (laughs) um, she just published a book and I um, read her book. Wow. Uh, I I listened actually to it. And in her book, she talks about moving a lot. Mm -hmm. Because her parents are doctors in the military and Mm -hmm. they used to move a lot. Mm -hmm. She's like, I used to hate moving a lot until one day my dad... um, explained to me that every time I move, it's a fresh start for me. It's a fresh page. I can make new friends and new memories. If I was bad at like one class in the city, I can Mm -hmm. move to another city and be the best at this like uh, school. Mm -hmm. So, or if I had like a bad relationship or bad friendship, then I go to another city and build new friendships Mm -hmm. and new relationships. So when I heard her say this in her book, and I, I listened to her book like few two, three months ago. It was the time I'm moving. Oh,
0: wow. I felt like perfect halos, timing. Perfect
1: timing. Was like <laughs> message. Again, yeah. It was like a message. Yeah. Again, messages. It was like a message to me. You're going to a new country. Fresh start. You can do whatever you want and make new friends and new memories.
0: 1,000%. Nor honestly, if I was your age, I would move like every couple of years. Like I'm just tied down because like work, my family you know my dad lives with me my parents are older so I like have to take care of them but like otherwise I would be moving every couple of years I miss moving I genuinely do like I feel like you do grow so much and you learn about yourself and and honestly speaking like I feel like it should be mandatory for everyone to move at some point in their life because I know from my own experience like meeting someone who's never moved versus people who have there's like such a big difference in terms of like open mindset and like being adaptable, being able to Even
1: you learn from people grow. when you move. Like, mm-hmm. every time I travel and I come back, let's say, let's say to Michigan, every time mm-hmm. I leave Michigan and I come back, my friends, they tell me, you changed. And you're like, yes.
0: And I'm like, yes. That's what you're yes, supposed to do. <laughs> I
1: changed because I met this person on this trip mm-hmm. or I sat with this person or I, I read this book. Just every country teaches you mm-hmm. something. Every Absolutely. person you meet through traveling teaches you something. So yeah, you change when you travel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It adds to you. And then you see different type of like different side of life, if that makes yeah, sense. For sure. so every country has things that are special to that country.
0: No, I 100% agree with you. And um, there was this quote, I don't know if I'm quoting it properly, but it was something like, change is going to happen. Growth is optional. Choose wisely. It's like, you don't have to grow, but you're going to change. And that's Mm like a given. But yeah, I think just going through different like experiences and moving really helps you. So I'm so happy you moved to Dubai and I think it's going to be the best decision you ever made. I really feel it. Shallah. I really, really do.
1: A year from now, we'll sit we're gonna talk and about we'll this. talk about this and I'll be like, I'm glad <laughs> I'm here. Look at me yeah. now. I'm settled. I'm still trying yeah. to settle, guys. So yeah. wish me luck. So like
0: a week ago, Nora and I were chatting. And she was like, I don't, I don't know if I made the wrong decision. And I was like, Nora, give it one year. And so mm. we're gonna mark our calendars, one I'm year, put an alarm. Us. one year from now. We're gonna talk about it. And I swear, I know for a fact, you're gonna be like, I'm never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited, yeah. I can feel it too. I feel I can it. I feel it too. I, it. I, I really. Halas, we have
1: no choice other than succeeding and. Mm-hmm making the best out of it yeah. and honestly now i feel amazing like hamdulillah now i i started adapting mm-hmm. to it yeah after my brother and sister came i feel like i was feeling a bit lonely because yeah. my brother and sister were, were still in michigan and michigan right. and i'm like oh it's now, hard
0: being away from your family especially you you're so close to your family and you've been with them I'm, i just realized yeah i just hard. realized baby
1: i'm like so close to my family that they mm. affect me when they're away from me you know of course so this is yeah. one thing i didn't learn in life which is like live by myself
0: but if you don't have to like why do it you know what i mean i don't if you know. can't stay together
1: amazing i feel like it's like in the states all my friends they moved out and they started living by themselves so i felt like I'm pressured to do it too mm-hmm. and try life by myself, and I did it uh, a bit when I moved to LA and studied there
0: for a few mm-hmm. months, and it was okay. So I survived it, like, yeah. All day. But, but I feel like, from my own opinion, like I did move out and lived by myself for a short period of time, like four years, but I did it for the responsibility. Because Mm -hmm. I was never responsible before. Like, I wanted to pay my own bills. I wanted to do my own things. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be the person doing everything for myself. Mm -hmm. But you do that already. Yes. So, like, why bother? Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you already have, like, all those responsibilities. Like, living alone is overrated. You know? I think people do it for their independence, for their own people. Like I enjoy people.
1: Like, I like my family being around me. I enjoy it. I'm happy when I wake up and I see my brother and my sister and my mom. Like, I just like it. Yeah. So I
0: think if you don't have to then you don't need to. You know, because everybody makes you feel like you should or you have to do it. At I feel one like point. It's like the
1: pressure of the society. We're under so much pressure by like society sometimes. You have to get married, you have to get engaged, you have to have like job, you have this you have to, you have to, you have to. It's like you don't have to, but society makes you yeah. feel like okay, now it's time for you to be in a relationship. Why are you still single? And you're like, oh, really? What, what? <laughs> now, um, like for me, this happened to me. I, I felt it. My friends, my, everyone around me, you're so single. Like, why aren't you in a relationship?
0: Oh, my God, you're so young. And Lord. then you make That's the crazy. wrong decision and you fall for
1: the, long, the wrong let guy. Let me tell
0: you, I almost let pressure make me make bad decisions and never again will I do that. Ever. Ever. like Never. Like, I remember before I turned 30, actually, like, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to marry whoever. Just bring me whoever. I'm going to marry someone because I was terrified of yes. turning 30 and not being married in the Middle East. Like, it's just like, you the know, the, people, I remember growing up and like hearing about other women who are in their 30s and not married. And people would be like, oh, Meskina Haram. Like, they would talk about them and like as if they were like a disaster, like failure.
1: Habib, I was like, not that. I felt, I felt like I'm different because I didn't, I haven't been in a lot of relationships. So they're like... Why? You should be in a lot of so to, you have the experience, and I'm like, so I'm wrong. Like, what? Something is wrong about me. I felt like something is wrong about me because I've always focused on work, Mona. Me
0: too. And here. then,
1: uh, voila! Like because everything. Then,
0: uh, let me tell you, all those people who are like harassing you to have relationships probably envy your life. So don't let people yeah, put pressure on I you. I felt do like I'm missing something. For you,
1: like for me, I because I started working at. Like, especially in this industry mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. So I was running after my goals and work. Mm-hmm. Then now I look at myself and I'm like, wait, did I? Was I supposed to be in relationships when I was 18 and
0: 19? You're not supposed to do anything. You're supposed to do what you want to do. And I'm well, people used to do the same thing to me. They would work shame me. They'd be like, why are you so obsessed with work? Are you obsessed with money? Are you obsessed with this? And I'm like, no, I just genuinely love to work. Yeah. And I'm sure part of it has to do with my own issues of like, avoiding certain areas of my life like maybe whatever it was like I wanted to just throw myself into something to feel safe for me I just
1: don't want to go back to the situation I was living in to Mm -hmm. be honest now that I go back to my yeah core and I'm like I ask why Mm -hmm. why do we do what we do so I ask myself why do you work so much Mm -hmm. and the answer is I never want to I never want to
0: feel Uncertain.
1: Uncertain and, and I don't wanna need anyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't wanna ask anyone for anything. And I don't want my family to ask anyone for anything. Yeah. Like I wanna be able to take care of my family because when I went through a phase where we didn't have money to eat. That's so rough. So when you go through that, you don't wanna experience it again. Of so course. that's why I'm working, 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 working. Because I'm like, I don't wanna go back to that. This is the why. Mm-hmm
0: and you know that's why i think just do whatever feels good to you and if it means working really hard on your career right now do it you're still so young No, no but
1: like i ask like, myself why do yeah. i work and why do i want to make m- m- money and work okay i want to be successful this is a huge part but also what keeps me going is like i don't want to need anyone mm-hmm. and i don't want my family to need anyone right I didn't have this mentality of, like, sitting around and somebody taking care of Like, mm. no, I want to be able to take care of myself. Yeah. So, Which is amazing.
0: Yeah. And not only is it amazing for you to do that for your family, but you're also inspiring many other girls to work hard for themselves. Because I feel like, as an Arab-American growing up my whole yeah. life, like, I had the idea of one day I need to find a man to take care of me. And I didn't break out of that mindset until I was in my 30s, by yeah. the way. like, that was when i was like okay screw this i'm not going to look for a guy to take care of me i'm going to take care of me and if i find a guy who can complement my life amazing yeah. but i'm not going to like search for that because if you search for that and you don't find it you're going to feel like a failure exactly and like it's just not it's not something that you should feel like you have to have it should be a want to have not a must have
1: it's like uh, this video when i saw it i really i love it when Her mom tells her, you should find you a rich man. Oh, Cher. And Cher, yeah. And Cher's like, mom, I don't need a rich man. I am a rich man. Yeah. This is really what I want to, like, "Ah, this is how I want to live my life. Mm -hmm. Because then you're in control. Yeah. You are, feel safe. This is, this is the most important thing for me in life, is to feel safe. Mm -hmm. Safety is a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. So whether it's like, emotionally financially physically yeah this is the part that I want in my life yeah. so I'm trying to give it to myself
0: what makes you feel safe
1: like emotionally having my loved ones around me my support system um, this is like makes me emotionally safe yeah. and uh, financially just working hard and making sure that I have enough for mm-hmm. me and my family and, and loved ones also because yeah. There's a lot of people around us, you know, Mona. Yeah. But yeah, this is the most important thing:
0: feeling safe. Mm-hmm.
1: And it is a scary feeling, also, when you're not safe. Mm-hmm. You feel like your heart. I don't know. Have you been through it?
0: I mean, I had moments where, like, I like also just had a lot of fear and anxiety, and like I would worry so much. Then I remembered, like, and this is probably what helped me with my spirituality. Like, made me super spiritual. Is like surrendering to the fact that you're not in control and do your best, but just accept that whatever happens is part of like God's plan and go with it (laughs) and just believe that there's some greatness that will come out of it. Like that would always make me feel better. And every time I'd surrender to that, I would feel better. And actually like things would happen a lot smoother because when you live in fear and when you live in anxiety and like you live in worry, like you just don't make the best decisions. So you just need to like have that faith. Yeah, we're not in control,
1: together. you're right. We're not. We surrender. are not. Like, we that's think I'm like, we are.
0: Surrender to the fact that, you know, you can try to be as safe as you can, but you'll never be in control. And once you surrender, the anxiety goes. You're like, okay. <sighs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you exhale, I mean, you take you a know, deep I'm breath, like, and you're like, Yes, you know we, we are ha- not
1: in control. I'm going
0: to do my best, but whatever happens will happen, and you just can't control it. Hundred percent. Yeah, you can only do your best, and you're doing your best. So as long as you're doing your best, you have nothing else to worry about. So tell us more about your career. Like, what has been your proudest moment? Where you're like, this was a moment where you did something and you achieved something. Where you like, you cried.
1: (laughs) Okay, my biggest moment in my career is when I met the CEO of YouTube.
0: Oh, wow! I've never met her. I've been wanting to meet such a powerful
1: woman and inspiring woman and meeting her literally changed my life
0: really wow
1: because you meet this powerful woman and you you i i looked at all her details she's very humble very smart and she's focused when she talks to you it's like she's focused she knows about you she's not just talking to you like through you no when she meets you she knows who you are she's talking no i i that was a moment where i felt so proud and come on, she's the CEO of YouTube. No, not anyone meets Susan, you That's know? pretty incredible. So like meeting her and talking to her and having conversations, she's like, hi, Noor, how are you? And I'm like, oh, you know me? <laughs> wait, like how how do you know? Like what, wait? She's like, I know you, I know Aww. your story. It was a That's big so moment for me. That's Until incredible. this day, it's a big moment for me. Like I met s- amazing people and I know amazing people and a lot of them, they affect my life a lot. But meeting Susan it was a big moment because she's she's a woman that really changed my my mind and changed a lot in me yeah. and also she asked me when i met her she's like what's what do you want to do what do you want to achieve and i back then i didn't reach 10 millions and nobody in the middle east reached 10 millions and i told her i'm like i want to reach 10 millions and and like people don't know like i remember yeah. they told me we don't even know if there is 10 million channel that will click subscribe so I told her that and she's like, inshallah, you will. She didn't tell me inshallah. She's like, uh, you will <laughs> do it and uh, just believe in yourself. And then we, I left and she left. And I reached 10 million. And guess who emails me?
0: Susan. Susan. Oh, so cute. She
1: sent me <laughs> the, the amazing so email. Cute. She sent me an email detailed, very, very, um, like, I was like, what? She still remembers me. Wow. She remembers that I told her I want to reach 10 millions and this is my dream. And she sent me this email. So honestly, Susan, if you see this, thank you so much. <laughs> Your email made my years, not my day. Aww. And also thank you to the CBO of YouTube, Robert Cancel. Also, he sent me an email when I reached 10 million. That was a big moment for me because I was the first channel to reach 10 million. That
0: is incredible. And You're almost at 20.
1: Alhamdulillah, yes, I am. I am very close. That
0: is amazing. But yeah, this is a
1: moment I felt so proud. Work-wise, so cool. career-wise. Mm-hmm. Also, like, uh, like there, there are certain deals that I signed, and I felt so proud doing, like, these mm-hmm. deals because they're such a big, big deal. Yeah. Working on my first so What long. has been your,
0: fr- your most um, proud deal that you've done or the best brand deal that you've done?
1: There's a lot, to be honest. Like, for example... <laughs> There's a lot. I just worked on a deal with PUBG Mobile, the game. And I was the first like in, in, in the Middle Are you East. in a game? Like my voice is in the game. Oh, no way. And then, I need to check it
0: like, out. We're going to put it up here. It's really a <laughs> big, big moment cool. for me. And I
1: made a song for them. Is that Block? No, Block is, a, is my song. <laughs> it's called uh, Squad Jambi. Oh
0: my God, that's so cool. So
1: like this is a huge campaign that, that I did with, with them. And it was a huge wow. deal for me. And when I... Got it. I I remember crying. I'm like, oh my god! I got this deal. Like, this is huge. (laughs) That's
0: so cool. So yeah,
1: I just created my um, whole line with Mm Sunsilk, like shampoo, conditioner, oil, and that's
0: so cool. Yeah, and you, yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, that's super cool. Like,
1: there's a lot. Do you have like a
0: a dream collaboration that is like in your heart that you want to make happen one day?
1: Dream collaboration. Maybe something with Huda Beauty. Oh! Uh, well, you never know. Like, I can I'm be, I can be the fourth we've sister. We've definitely talked about it before.
0: Yeah. Something big have. with Huda Beauty. Like, okay. You never okay. okay. know. I would love that. Manifest that. <laughs> let's <manifest, laughs> let's, let's plan it. Yeah. <laughs> let's plan it. Like we can oh, do. i so honored that you said that. No,
1: honestly. The thing about you, you're like my sister. So oh,
0: you're so sweet.
1: Like I share. But there's a lot of mm. big moments, honestly, yeah. career-wise. But
0: what my is, big
1: moment... Family wise, when when um, I bought my family a house, that is
0: crazy. That was at what age?
1: My first house, I think I was nineteen. That is so crazy. Yeah, yeah. at
0: nineteen, what was I doing?
1: Yeah, oh god. I
0: think I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say. Yeah. Oh my god, that, that's no, crazy. but like you know,
1: having a home is like oh, no, that that's is, a big moment. That is
0: amazing, especially like given your story as well. I'm sure it was so meaningful to all of them to just mm-hmm. feel like they had a place of, you know, your own to, because to call home. when you, when you're a
1: refugee, mm-hmm. your your dream is to have a home or yeah. a place to call home. Right. So this moment was a big moment for me.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine.
1: Also, you know what I learned from all of that. Going through all of this change from a country to a country, it taught me that I can go to any place and start from zero and succeed. Wow. This in my mind. That's why I'm, I'm like telling myself, no, You're stay fearless. in Dubai mm-hmm. and you, you will make it. You will yeah. like learn and you will settle because mm-hmm. I did it before. Anytime. So the only issue now is the social anxiety and not having enough, like not having my circle that I had in the state. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to build a new circle here. Of course By the you way, love. if you're from Dubai, hit me up. <laughs> Maybe we can be friends. Like, you never know.
0: She's amazing. Honestly, <laughs> you really are. And, you know, I know we talked about this last mm-hmm. week on the phone. Nora and I were chatting and I was like, when I first moved to the UAE, I struggled so badly. Was- like, mm-hmm. so badly. Like, I quit high school. And yeah. I was like, I'm not even going to finish high school. Screw this um I'm just gonna go go back to the states get my GED and screw it I'm not even gonna worry about high school but my teacher my chemistry teacher came to my house and she tried to convince me to come back and everything she's like just stick with it you can do it like just finish this year just do this one year you have nothing to like re- lose anyhow you know so I was like you know what screw it I'm gonna give it a chance and I'm gonna open up my heart open up my mind try to make friends and as soon as I said that in my head I'm gonna try I made the best friends ever Sarah, who you met, yeah. Jihei, like so many Shout of my friends to who I'm Sarah. still friends with yeah. till today. Like that was 19, 18 years ago, 19 years ago. So it's all mindset. I'll
1: tell you a story, guys. Um, exclusive story about Moni. <laughs> oh, no.
0: When I first no met Moni the first say. time, she's
1: like, do you, have, do you know people in Dubai? I'm like, I know work people. She's like, I'm not talking work people. I'm talking friends. Do you have friends? I'm like, no. She's like... I'll introduce you to real friends, Aww. and through you, I have now one of my best friends. I to, you're so like sweet. I don't Heba. know if I, Heba, I love
0: <laughs> Heba. I love I love Heba. Heba. <laughs> so
1: Heba, I met her through Moni. and she's still like my best friend for Aww, like how many so years sweet. now, three, four years. And I remember you telling me like you need to make real friends, and this stu- stuck in my head because I'll tell you one thing: the industry that we work in, there's a lot of fake people. To be
0: honest, it's everywhere, you know? But our
1: industry, especially, because Mm. our industry is under the lights. It's all about, like, polishing
0: yourself. And,
1: like, uh, then when you get to know the people, they're not the same people that you knew Mm. at the event, for example. Yeah. So you don't know them. Yeah. Yeah, I met the best friends (laughs) through… Her Aww, shout out you. to you, so no. and there's
0: many more to me too. Like, now that you're even Sara, like, Sara oh, yeah. we, we, we love, Sarah you. Madani, we love <laughs> you. I
1: mean, uh, she sent me a message a few weeks ago when I first moved here. Yeah, the sweetest message ever.
0: She is so sweet. She's like
1: such a she boss. Is, yeah, you know, she's like, babe, this, 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 <laughs> I'm
0: like, thank you, girl. Like, I needed to read this message. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to be honest, she was like a huge reason why I stayed here too cuz she was just like so like kind and like open-minded. Didn't it treat me like an outsider. She made me feel at home.
1: Sarah is very open-minded yeah. and she's like understanding, mm-hmm. you know, like she's the yeah. one that will tell you be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you will succeed, not why are you so different.
0: Right. And
1: I like that about her. Yeah.
0: yeah. And honestly, I feel like in life, like no matter whether you're moving around or even if you live in the same place forever, you just need one or two good friends. Yeah. And that is more than enough. Yeah. Especially the older you get because you don't have time. <laughs> you like, one or two good friends is enough. Honestly, time is a problem. I feel you yeah, on that. Exactly. Sometimes I wish I have more than 24 hours. I know. Then... Same here. Mm-hmm. What is the most um, meaningful message you ever got from one of your followers? Like, I'm sure you get a lot because I know you inspire so many young girls, boys, refugees people who live in tough places like i have people reaching out to me telling me what an inspiration you are to them so i can't imagine the messages you get
1: i get a lot of messages and i mean like the most the message that really really like affected me when a girl reached out to me and she's like i went through what you went through and i was about to give up in life and she described like a situation in her personal life. And she's like, when I knew of you and I start following you, it changed me. And mm. like,
0: wow. you know, That's you affect,
1: I, I cannot share like her personal stuff, but like right. you, you affect people more than you think you do. And for me, I, I love my girls. Like mm. my followers are like young girls that right. they always were, were always talking to each other. And, um, they they say that i make them believe in the unbelievable because give them base, hope. yeah you give them hope mm-hmm. because then look at her she did it and she absolutely. went through all of this why we give up
0: absolutely like
1: uh, there's a lot but honestly i i i hope i inspire a lot of people i hope i can affect even one person to believe in achieving their dreams or just being happy or just believing in themselves because I know life is tough. I know life is not easy, and sometimes you feel like giving up, and sometimes you feel like it's over and there's no hope. There's always hope. Trust me, I've been through the worst in life. There's always hope, and the hard, the harder it gets, the better it's gonna be later.
0: That's so true.
1: You know, when when you're crying the hardest, that means you're very close to being the mm-hmm. happiest.
0: Yeah, because this is life it's, it's all about balance you know
1: mm-hmm. and when you're going down this way that that means you're going to go up soon but you just need to have the hope
0: and the patience
1: and the patience exactly the and believing yeah absolutely. it's all about believing
0: what advice do you give people who are watching if they are going through a hard time like what are three tips that you would say to them to like keep going Are things that you've done in the past that just got you through, <sighs> through tough first
1: tip seek advice when you are feeling very like sad or like you're feeling down and you feel like life is almost over you need you need you need help and it's okay to reach for help this is one thing i i I think it's hard for people but we need it Mm. when you're down you cannot sometimes make yourself feel okay Mm -hmm. you need someone to help you and like to talk to even just Mm -hmm. just to talk to so don't feel ashamed of reaching out for help whether to a therapist to a friend to a family member so if you're going through a hard time reach for help reach for advice reach for a mentor this is one thing second thing it's all about you so you have to believe in yourself when nobody else believes in you you have to believe in yourself People called me crazy when I told them I want to do YouTube and I want to be, like, uh, famous and I want to, I'm going to, like, be a businesswoman. They're like, you? I remember my mom friend told me, you check all the boxes. I was like, what, what boxes? She's like, you're a girl, you're Muslim, you're Arab, you're, you don't speak the language. Because I told her, I'm like, she's like, what do you want to study? I'm like, I want to be, like, um, tv presenter i was scared to tell her i want to be an actor or a singer you know in the middle east right. i'm like oh i want to be a tv presenter and she's like what you tv presenter just, what? just go and study anything you're you're crazy just do nursing maybe you'll make some money and help your family and the way she told me i was like why are you choosing for me She's like, if you're, if you're good in life, you'll just go and do something that you can make enough money to help your family. You, you will never make it in like the industry, the uh, entertainment industry.
0: What does she say to you now?
1: Well, she called me to advertise for her salon and her spa. <laughs> she's
0: like, I have my spa. Come to
1: all the treatments at my place. And I'm like, I'll never, I'll never go to your spa. Because she literally I remember I was I, I was a young girl telling her, I wanna be this and she's like, You'll never make it in life. Oh my god. Fast forward a few years later, she called my mom, Can you please ask Nur to come? Like she can do whatever she wants at my spa. Like this is that I'm like no, thank you. I have my own spa now. <laughs> You know, but yeah. uh, so believe in yourself. Wow. Seek help when you need it. Seek advice. Ask people. Just
0: it's always such a great point because I feel like a lot of people don't. Yeah, they're like scared. Including myself, by the way, I'm like guilty as well. Like I'd always be afraid to ask for help because I didn't want to be vulnerable. I also didn't want to like inconvenience anyone. No. Until recently.
1: No, um, it, it's sometimes you don't have like your mind is not thinking straight Mm. or you're so negative Mm -hmm. or you're so like closed Mm -hmm. for when you tell someone around you like for example sometimes i'm stressed about things and i tell my sister and she's like no it's like so silly look at this look at this from this angle and i'm like oh wait and you change your mind and mm-hmm. it's different like a
0: different
1: exactly and believe in yourself you have to believe in yourself exactly. if you're not going to believe in yourself and your dream nobody else will believe in you
0: and i have to say everybody who's done anything worth talking about people call them crazy 100% like everybody yeah like i
1: like what i was talking to a camera in my room 7 years ago <laughs> uh and telling the camera stories and posting it online people called me not crazy the craziest girl ever <laughs> they're like you went to america the land of the dream you can be a doctor engineer nurse you choose to talk to a camera and i'm like yeah this is what i'm doing and i believe it's gonna take me somewhere and alhamdulillah, look
0: and now many, i'm very happy how many years did it take for you to keep doing that and not see any sort of like reward and then you Like, like
1: um, f- subscribers and followers wise, it, it happened fast when I started, mm-hmm. alhamdulillah. But money wise, I think I spent good, for sure the first year I didn't make any money. And then even the second or third, I was making like not a lot of money. Yeah. But after my third year of or second, third year, I stopped making good money.
0: But so. that's a long time, like three years putting in the work without seeing the results. That's really incredible. It Especially is. 3 4 videos a week. That's determination. Well, I'll tell you one
1: thing. I started doing YouTube and creating because I love it. So it was passion. Mm. And then it turned into like a business, a which I'm I'm lucky Alhamdulillah for yeah. for that yeah. I found my passion at a young age. Yeah. And I'm I'm I feel like I'm blessed for that. Absolutely. But yeah that's why i kept doing it because i was like passionate about it and then i turned it into business i found a way to monetize it Mm -hmm. and that's when it works but you always got to do what you love this is my third advice Mm -hmm. which is do what you love or try to find what you love (laughs) and follow it because when you love it you will put in the work and you will like just give it your all so always follow your, your passion yeah if something makes you a lot of money but it's not your passion you will not uh, you will not long-term be happy doing it so you'll, you'll waste your life working at that job you mm-hmm. have to find the balance the work that you really happy while you're doing it so mm-hmm. you're living a your life and also you're living your passion and you're succeeding
0: absolutely so, what is your like ultimate dream for this year? Like, what is Nora's dream for this year? What do you want to achieve? Wow. Okay. If you can share.
1: <sighs> yeah, I will share. Um, settling in Dubai and really like figuring life here, having a certain routine, just like this is a main thing for me, mm-hmm. and being happy. Yeah. Yeah. Are you happy now? Alhamdulillah, but I just, I want to be the happy where like my health is doing good, my Mm. mental health is doing good, everything. Mm. So I'm going through a lot of changes now on a lot of aspects. So my big, the biggest goal for me, because when I'm happy, I do magic. I
0: think you're doing magic right
1: now. I know myself. Thank you (laughs) so much. I love you. you. But trust me, when I'm very happy, I I'm um, the most creative. Um
0: mm. but do you feel like you can choose to be happy right now? I'm um, like I believe strongly like happiness is a choice. Yeah. And nothing will give you happiness if you don't have it right now. Like you have to decide. Yeah. You know, you could have a list of things you want mm. and you could say, okay, if I get this I'm going to be happy, but if you're not happy right now, nothing's going to make you happy.
1: No, I just want to see my grandfather and grandmother, so I'm living in a, a bit of stress mm. from that point you, know, you told me you wanted to go to
0: iraq yeah,
1: yeah i like want to you to stay yeah. <laughs> so this is one thing yeah. but yeah a year from now i would like to be content s- content balance, um i settled in dubai i'll see you we'll t- we'll sit and talk and i'll be like you remember a year ago we're when going, i was telling yeah, you yeah we
0: are gonna do something like we're gonna a do year something from now it. Noor, one year from last week. Yes. That's when we yes, had yes, yes, So, end of April 2022.
1: Yeah. And I want to create music, more music and acting, getting into acting.
0: Yeah, your song did incredibly well. Uh, yes, like, it was yes. insane. So, who's the song about, about? The block. I was like, who is this about? <laughs> so, Noor <laughs> made a song called Block, if you guys haven't seen it. Oh, uh, it's. The- I was like, as soon as I watched it, I was like, well, who is she blocking? <laughs>
1: Well, you can say that I went through... Uh, <laughs> my brother is looking at me. <laughs> and the, my is that brother, you? And you that brother? No, um, no, 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 no. Okay, uh, so never
0: ridiculous. mind. <laughs> it's, it's no, so I just funny. went through a
1: toxic relationship. Oh, and um, okay. Oh, I get it.
0: Yeah. I and, totally agree, block. And it's sure. like, block.
1: <laughs> Halas.
0: It's, it's, it's,
1: you know, I'll yeah. tell you one thing. Sometimes you can't control it. Yeah, you know when you love someone and you know they're wrong for you
0: right they're it's the worst block about.
1: but you can't help but fall in love and then you're like oh what did i do so it's kind of that you know yeah. we all did it i feel like yeah. we, we all oh, we course. all been yeah. through it yeah. so yeah that block <laughs> it's such a bad <laughs> song like it's a Aww. badass song but it's also like ugh, it like was block. spicy
0: i was interested it spicy. got me enticed i was like who is she talking about uh, yeah,
1: someone they know themselves <laughs> you know if you're watching you know you know we are oh so so, yeah but yeah a year from now definitely i want to act so i want to get into the acting industry and more music and just doing what i love creating content mm. And happy. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm, yeah. I have no doubts that you'll be there. A hundred percent. Like, yeah. no doubts at all.
1: Where? What What's your biggest goals a year from now?
0: Um. Ooh,
1: <laughs> a <laughs> uh, lot. <laughs> Tell us something.
0: Um, you know, for me, it's also, like, a matter of making sure all of the boxes are ticked. Like, balance and, like, you know, wellness is a big part of it. Um, you know, career-wise, it's, like, making sure Kaylee succeeds, building up my content as well, because this is all new for me. Um, And just continuing what I'm doing, to be honest. Um, But it's all, like, it's all broken down by, like, did I send you the life wheel? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all Mm -hmm. broken down by goals that are related to, like, each area. Mm -hmm. Because I do believe, like, you need to have every single area of your life filled to some extent. Otherwise, you're going to feel like something's empty and missing so it's like feeling content and happy Mm -hmm. um but at peace you know and I do feel that way right now because I've taught myself not to look for something to feel that way like Mm -hmm. you have to feel it all the time otherwise Mm -hmm. honestly nothing even when you reach everything you're not going to feel it if you don't feel it now but just continuing this path that I'm on right now
1: yeah that's I love what you just said it's like every part of your life has to be balanced for you to feel content and happy. You need it. And sometimes I think this is this is the issue in my life because mm. I would do great in a, in a like one part super in my areas life. Areas are like killing it, amazing, to here. Oh, perfect, and then another like area it's, it's empty. Like yeah, you can't do it's that. Like,
0: I used to do that too. Yeah. And now I'm like I make a really conscious effort to like look at that life balance wheel and say. Okay, what are the areas that I'm scoring zero, one, two, three? Mm-hmm. Focus on it for the next three months, you know, and do whatever it takes to just get it up a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to be a ten in everything, but try to be at least, you know, if you're if you're ten in most things, at least be five, six, seven, you know. Exactly,
1: at le- not just yeah. let let it go mm-hmm. absolutely perfect <laughs> so and last question yeah Nora. Mm.
0: so i the
1: way i no, love the mics oh
0: we're gonna have to get you i nine. love the mics <laughs> the bling bling
1: bling mask
0: <laughs> you're so cute <laughs> so last question every time I, I shoot my videos okay we end the video with the quote of the day so i want to ask you Nora, what is your favorite quote the quote that you live by that you go to every time you're feeling like you need to pick me up
1: it's a quote in Arabic. I love it. But I'll say it in Arabic, and okay. maybe you can translate it I'll to English. <laughs> and this is my quote: "إن كان الله معك فمن عليك، This is my quote. I don't know what it is.
0: <laughs> you don't know about God. <laughs> If
1: God is on your side, then who's against you? But if God is against you, then who's with you?
0: Oh my God, that is so. Beautiful. It's very deep. That's your own quote.
1: No, it's not my own oh. coat, but my mom taught me this coat I and stuck it. with me. That is so beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I love coats. By the way, who? Are, yeah. What's your favorite coat, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Comment down below your favorite coats, please, guys. Yes. I love coats. Yes, we both do. We both do. So yeah. comments. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> We're gonna
0: try and do that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Nora, for being on my channel. Thank you, everyone. Ah! Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you guys guys behind so the much. scenes, <laughs> Chloe. Our be the beautiful, Eunice, yeah, exactly.
1: I love you guys. Thank you. And one of the girls have the headphones on. I love you. Eunice. Okay, you hear me now, Yunus. Yes, she's
0: our sexy. Walid is girl. here. Thank you
1: for being in the thank house. You, Come, here. Come say hi, Come say hi. <laughs> to the camera. We have Nora's
0: brother in in the house. Hello. He's, like, the coolest boxer ever. Stop yes, it. we love you. We love and then you. thank
1: you, Moni, for like just. Aww. This invitation, me you. being here, it's an honor for me. Wallah. Uh, and it's honor for
0: having you. Are you kidding? You bless my channel. Thank you.
1: Have you been? It was really nice. Honestly, I really enjoyed it. It's like a <laughs> conversation too. with you, but I with know. a camera.
0: And we'll do a part two. <laughs> we will, and three and four maybe. I don't mind. we Should make this regular. Or
1: maybe we can talk about other like topics together.
0: Yeah, we can. Hey guys, comment down below what you want to hear me and Nora talk about, and maybe we'll schedule like another. Like, completely well, I would love to like love, relationships,
1: uh, career wise. Uh, I don't know, family, family moving, moving. we've been through it all. Yes. You can tell. I'm going through,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank yes. you,
1: everyone, for uh, for having me. Thank you, thank Moni, for you. having thank me.
0: Thank you for being on. No, I love you. I love you.